0: Everybody, welcome to the Finger Guns Podcast, episode 208. How are you doing? My name is Roscoe. I am joined this week by Kat.
1: Hello. Hello. It's me. I don't know what I'm going for. Maybe I was like going for like little mermaid vibes.
0: I don't know. I thought you were going at first. It was like, oh, Lionel Richie. Nice. But then it went off in a whole new direction. And I loved it.
1: Yeah. Then I just wrote my own song. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Lionel Richie is coming to Taunton though, or like he's just been to Taunton, or he
0: has, yeah, he's, he's just doing...
1: been. It was it Saturday, was it?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh damn, yeah, because he's doing Glasgow this week, I think, isn't he? I don't know. Who
0: knows? Something like, like that. Cassie I saw. Park. I saw tickets going like last remaining tickets, fifteen pound. I thought fifteen quid to see Lionel Richie. Well, in
1: oh, I
0: don't know. A... yeah, that's a good
1: deal. Yeah, how's it going? Yeah, man, it's all right. It's all right. I'm hot though. Like, Casper the ghost cat can't kind of deal with the heat. Like, Fair. I'll be in between us about it, and I'll be like,
0: it's hot, might be too hot. <laughs> it's hot. Have you got fans going and all that, all that jazz?
1: Yeah, well, I don't, because I didn't want it to interfere with the sound, so it's okay. Sure. I'll, I'll, um, I'll, um, what's it called, like, sweat for the art.
0: Presevere. I respect your art. commitment to the cause.
1: Yeah. Thanks, dude.
0: Thanks, That's dude. amazing. <laughs> uh, Josh Thompson. It's Craven time. It's Craven time. Oh, you didn't see that coming?
2: (laughs) I wish he had the accent, not uh, Russell Crowe, but hey-ho. There we go. It's a Brit trying to do an American that probably couldn't do an American Eastern accent, but Mm. it exists. It's coming. Craven the Hunter, the movie.
0: If you don't know what we're talking about, the trailer just, as we record, the trailer just launched for Craven the Hunter. Starring Aaron Taylor-Johnson and Russell Crowe, and it was something. It sure is something. So, yeah, it's a trailer I... for a film. <laughs> yeah, it is a trailer for a film. <laughs> Indeed. Um, who's your next Bond pick, Josh? Just out of interest. Whoa, next Bond pick. Oh man, I... Aaron Taylor-Johnson I... was in the conversation.
2: Yeah, uh, I don't know maybe if he was a bit, a little bit older. Now that we've had Daniel Craig, who's seemingly on the older side of Bond compared to others, mm. um, I can't see Bond being young and suave. I like him old and gruff and grumpy and um, talking about committing suicide during press junkets and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, I so it. I don't know... <laughs> I don't know who, uh, who I'd pick these days. Um, I know, obviously... A lot of fan favorites was Idris Elba, but I mean, he's kind of he's Luther in that sort of suave detective role, not not so much a spy role. Um, And he's busy DJing now. Uh, But to answer your question, Jeff Goldblum or not?
0: Oh, imagine (laughs) (laughs) Uh, James uh, 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 Bond, James James Bond. The... Shiggin, uh,
2: that's third. <laughs>
0: yeah, okay. Stamp that down, Barbara Rockley. Make it happen. I'm winning for All that. Or go Bill Murray. Either way. <laughs> Either way. Christopher Walken, let's just, just double down.
2: Yeah. That's, <laughs> a serious answer would probably be Judy Gatwa, but he's now Doctor Who and probably Ooh. very busy. But, yeah. And I think it would be a good little flip as well on what Bond could be having him as uh, having to get bond but be, that's a great shout yeah
0: very excited to see his uh, his doctor so yeah it's uh, gonna be interesting I mean it
2: might get me back I might even pay a TV license to watch
0: it who knows wow oh there you go make it happen uh York Dog. good evening good evening sir how are you hot Other than that uh, pretty good how, no, were, how were your travels
3: uh they were pretty good i was even hotter over there it was like 32 degrees over in belgium um so uh, so that was that was pretty spicy but i had a lovely time i got to meet my best mate in person for the first time been playing games from daily for the last four and a half almost five years so yeah it was really cool had a had a wonderful time excellent man i'm very
0: happy very happy to hear
1: Wonderful. How about you so I have a question for Yogg? I have a question for Yogg. Did it. your best friend slam the door in your face when you met him? No. Oh, weird. Okay. Must just be a, a thing that happens over here then.
2: Uh, um, was it unannounced by any chance, your dog, your <laughs> attendance, Or was it a well thought out plan that they knew was coming? Yeah, I just turned it was up not on, these doorstep it was just on with the doorstep one evening. You.
1: No, that's literally what we did. Yeah, isn't that, that an well absolutely ridiculously
2: stupid thing to do that would absolutely <laughs> shock you? I don't know uh, <laughs> to be
1: fair it actually wasn't like it was it wasn't well thought out to you but me Steph, and miles completely thought out months in advance months uh, i tell oh, you
2: right, yeah gunpowder and trees <laughs> are in pot yeah, yeah so there, I, was, there I, was no that, shock I, on our part i am awfully <laughs> yeah, no confused
1: um <laughs> um so not so long ago um obviously me josh and miles have been playing games for years as well we met josh online um, and we went to surprise him, like, very similarly to Yogg, um, where I was like, obviously, you don't go to surprise your friend in Belgium, but we went to surprise Josh by meeting him for his birthday. So his girlfriend, uh, very kindly, fiancé, sorry, um, very kindly invited us down for, like, a little birthday celebration, but we were, like, the surprise, and when we knocked on the door, he opened the door and shut it in shock. <laughs> well,
4: what was even <laughs> better was, like, the deadpan look he had on his face as he saw us, he was like... Who the fuck are you? Two?
1: We like we posted a card to be like happy birthday, PS knock knock. Um, and then he opened the door, looked at us, we were like, hey! and he just literally shut the door.
2: To be clear, the door shuts on its own and it's quite heavy, so there's quite a thud when it shuts on its own, regardless.
1: <laughs> I just let
2: go of the door handle and it closed. And but I let that sit for a minute because I was like in shock. But
1: yeah. <laughs> Did you
3: try the waffles, Jog? Uh No, I tried <gasps> all sorts, but I didn't try waffles.
1: Did you try chocolate, at least?
3: I bought a word back for my girlfriend. Uh, what a shame, you'll just it. have to go it's back Belgium and try the waffles. <laughs> I, about, I actually already <laughs> pretty much planned out going back next year as well. So, uh, oh, yes. Yeah. Just means more chocolate for Ro, so she'll, she'll be happy.
0: We uh, put an order in for this chocolate. I just want a couple of bars, that'd be great.
3: <laughs> the, there were some really nice chocolate shops in Ghent, which was the city I was staying in, uh, where the chocolates actually made on location and everything. It's not like shipped in from a factory or anything. Mm. Um, and there's this one shop in particular which had like a massive um, massive display with all sorts of different types. it was it was really impressive. Uh, so I, I I'm probably going to go to Bruges next year as well which apparently has even more chocolate shops.
0: In fucking so. Bruges!
3: Exactly, exactly.
0: <laughs> That's the only line I know from that film. I <laughs> Just love it. I watched it recently. I can't remember any lines from it. but yeah, it was uh, a good I think other
2: quotes she probably couldn't say out of context.
0: <laughs> yeah, true. I know that there's a whole deleted sequence with Matt Smith, um, who, of course, was the former doctor, um, and he went into a police station and decapitated the captain or something, and it got cut out. Wow. Um, wow! Well, definitely it, got it, cut out. It's online somewhere. Hmm. But yeah, there's a whole there's a whole sequence of Matt Smith. Completely cut out the entire movie, but never mind. Was this before or after the dancing sequel in Vemin? Uh this was long before. <laughs> long before yeah. that astonishing moment that made Morbius the movie. <laughs> oh dear. And finally, Mr. Miles Thompson. Hello there. Hello there.
4: How are we? Very well. How are you? Yeah, very good. Thank you, mate. Very, very good. Like others, sweltering in the heat. Done my uh, 15th wedding of the last 14 months. And uh, yeah. Absolutely astonishing. Oh, crazy numbers. Crazy.
0: Okay, people got to stop being in love. Mars has got games to play, all right? Yeah, I've got no. loads of games to play.
4: <laughs> but yeah, it's, not like, uh, it's not like the biggest game of the year is coming out in two days or anything. No, no, definitely yeah. not. It's definitely not going to be the game of the year for any of us, I'm sure. No, not at all. Wait, homework is uh, no, no, no. in two days? <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: actually Mario Movie 2. <laughs> as far as I'm aware, Sonic Origins Plus is coming out on Thursday. It's very Ooh. exciting. Which adds all the Game Gear Sonic games. I haven't played them since I was at least seven years old, so that's quite exciting. I'm Somewhat well, tempted to pick it up.
4: Well, I hope it's good for you, because uh, Sonic's not exactly treated you well recently.
0: Oh, did you see that Sonic Superstars trailer, though? I mean, come on.
4: I, I can't say I have, and I don't think that'll surprise you.
0: <laughs> it was at Summer Games Fest, you know.
4: Oh I think I might have skipped it when I was doing my touch up. Come here, Miles! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Roscoe. Just you know, it's not had a good track history. Okay, fine. I'm gonna send it to you. Okay, that looks pretty good. Okay, all right. If you send it to me I will I will
0: give it a watch. I can't promise I will like it, but I will try for you. Okay. All right, fine. Well, let's get into game of the week then, shall we? Uh we'll go from the top. Hey to the A to the T, what is your game of the week?
1: Uh, my game of the week has to be something that I have. I think I talked about it in recommendations last week, but I'm not entirely certain anymore because it all blurs together. Um, did I talk about Fall of Porcupine last week? I've always spoken about this. I feel like I just
0: I think it did a game of the week
1: last week. Maybe? Unless recommendations, maybe? Oh, I don't know. We skipped anyway, recommendations because we were
0: like three and a half hours oh, long. Oh, and it we must be game week.
1: of the week then. Yeah, we did. Okay. So, yeah, I can't really talk about any other games apart from that little game then that we uh, played yesterday, which was so much fun, which was Rock A City. I had a blast, <laughs> but I think I only had a blast because of the company not because of the game
0: <laughs> absolutely
1: is it a bar- bug please don't tell me that you're gonna have to cut all this out because it's margot it's not is
0: it no it's out it's out it's out oh fuck
1: for that um yeah so um yeah i mean what to say about it it is like co-op hitman but shitter i guess <laughs> that's just... Like you you can, you've all got like a little role. We haven't all got a role either, actually. You all are like dumped into this bank or this warehouse and you have to steal the money and get out. And you might have to pick locks. You've got to draw drills into safes. You've got to try and do it stealthily, take out cameras, zip tie people, not kill civilians, not get noticed. And you work together as a team to do it. Um, I think that the co-op is fun because of the a the like just like the game itself is just like it's a it's a fine game it's not it's not 10 out of 10 shit um it's you know it's got good um it's got good playability (laughs) no I'm I'm joke, I'm not trying to not think of stuff um but it has it's got it's got a good coherent co-op mechanic, it's, you know, every every level is different, you have different targets of every level, and it works. Like, that's the main thing, is the game actually works. You don't, like, you know, tether through fucking walls or anything like that. Um, the only thing that sometimes you don't understand is when you get dumped and you're immediately told to stealth it, but then you immediately get caught, which was weird. Um, but I had a lot of fun, and I think that was just because of you guys. Um, I didn't care for the cutscenes. The cutscenes cut were, like, a little bit, just a little bit over the top for me um and whether that was on purpose i don't know
2: it was didn't, fucking didn't... gorgonzola that was that's what it was absolute <laughs> cheese fest
1: yeah it's really like shove it in your face i'm a gangster blah 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 it's just yeah it's just a bit yeah <laughs> cheesy feet <laughs> every line delivery
2: sounds like the voice acting directors have had to poke them with a stick to wake them up to say their line and then they say it and they're like yeah good cut done
1: yeah that is actually very true it feels like they've gotten a bunch of stars to a level act and there's nothing wrong with a level acting it's just very enthusiastic it's very like i'm going to say my line now um (laughs) so <laughs> it's a very strange but I, I had fun I did have fun I only played a couple of rounds but I did have fun and it was great to actually finally meet Paul in the flesh as flesh as you can be on a party
0: yes yes and uh, I mean Crime Boss Rockets, ktsd if you don't know has was just launched on consoles and so we all jumped we were very lucky to get codes thank you very much indeed
1: we were um, thank you so much for the codes I had a lot of fun um, yeah, we
0: had fun. But, it's just, it's not a great game, but it's it's perfectly serviceable as a co-op shooter.
1: Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. For a, like a bit of an evening night in with a couple of drinks, you could see it, couldn't you? Like, or even sure. if you don't drink, a couple of sparkling waters, a little bit of uh, San Pellegrino. You just I don't know what your thing is, um, but yeah. you yeah, it would serve an evening of co-op gaming if you had like four of you. Um, in a party and he didn't know what to play. That would be a good laugh, I think,
2: for a couple of hours. I do think it cuts out some of the fluff that the Payday games have as well. Um, I think Payday tries quite hard to be quite um, uh, sim-based, like having to really be specific with your actions to not get caught. And there's like consequences to it if you do get caught. And like Payday and like Roque City, you get um, the police instantly on you and you're shooting waves of police officers. Um, but this one is a bit more of a better like start and onboarding sequence. Like you, you, there's not much room to fail, not too much stuff to think about. It's kind of like shoot, do the objective and get out, um, which I preferred over Payday. To be fair,
0: mm. it was yeah, it was fine. There was one mission we did near the end, which was in a giant bank, um, which myself, Josh and Miles did. I think with a with a randomer, and I I, I finished. I was like that was actually good that was a good mission uh because it it bent it you know getting we had to get the loop but we had to throw it in elevators and then we had to get to the top of the roof and then we had to zip line down and there was like there was just mechanics in that level that made it feel fun and it was certainly more interesting than all the others which feel very samey Um, but yeah that one had a little bit of a difference to it and so that was fun but <laughs>
2: I think we noticed as well, didn't we? Because we had to retry a, a certain level that there was uh, a change in the location of vault. So the map actually changes per playthrough. So it's not completely the same every go you go uh, every like time you play it, which is a nice change of pace as well. If you want to, if you're thinking replayability.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's in my my review of the PC version is currently up on the news. I need to update it with the with the console version this week. But yeah, I think the console version is actually much improved. And now that I've had a chance to try the cop with, with with everyone of the guys, it's uh, yeah, it's probably going to get a higher score because it was a more enjoyable experience for sure. Um, again, no, playing it solo is is just a sad occasion. It's just it's just sad, you know. But like, like a lot of these cops, cop cult games are always more fun, you know. We um we play all sorts of games together, and um you know they are more fun always with other people, but um, I think uh, Roque has got the balance just right, but again, it's not amazing. It's not a ten out of ten masterpiece, but it's certainly certainly fun. Uh, thank you, Cat. Uh, right then, uh, who was next? Josh Thompson, your game of the week. My game of the week is going to be Eudora. sit today? Hey. Oh,
2: oh yeah. I mean, if Cat hadn't spoken about spoken about it, I think yeah, it could be. But no, uh, I've re- I'm reviewing Udodoyne. Uh I beat it today. um it's basically uh, a narrative adventure where she tells the story of a woman through te- two separate timelines. Um, as you rediscover what happened over the summer in your childhood in the village de Doine and with your nan, um, you do a lot of scrapbooking. So you take photos, record sounds, find stickers and write poems in your book. Um, I was hoping it would be a little bit more like season, a letter to the future where it was a lot more free flowing on what you can, um, what and when you can take photos and stuff like that, and then apply to your scrapbook as you want with, you know, be as creative as you want with it. Um, It's a little less, it's a bit stripped more stripped back with it. Um, You kind of have very few opportunities to do that. Um, It is more about the story Um, and it's a slow burn. Uh, but by the end, it's well worth kind of like going through to the end and seeing uh, kind of what the mystery lies beneath, why you've not been back for so long. Um, but yeah, it's a really enjoyable game. Uh, the art style is amazing. It's like handcrafted watercolour paintings throughout. Um, and they're just... They've committed the cardinal sin of not being able to screenshot on your PlayStation without the game pausing because every other second I wanted to screenshot to make it for the review so I can take really nice-looking photos of kind of the scenery because it is amazing. Um, it doesn't control all too well. It's a bit like fixed camera angles, um, and then you kind of come almost like in a PS1 era, sort of tank controls, walk around. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, um, it's a decent... Decent experience uh, if you kind of like your cozy, sort of wholesome, um, semi collector thumb, more of a narrative-driven game uh, with uh, with a nice emotional heart to it. Um, but yeah, check it
0: out, Stadoin. I said it's on my list. Um, it's on Game Pass, isn't it, as well?
2: Oh, is it? That's I really believe. good to know. I, I knew it was on uh, Steam and uh, PlayStation, but if it's on Game Pass, well worth checking out yeah, on Game Pass. Yeah, it's
1: on Game Pass, definitely. I saw Sweet. it the
0: other day. Okay, it is on my list of things to check out, without a doubt. Uh, right then, your Dog, your game of the week.
3: Uh, I think my game of the week is going to be Teamfight Tactics, which is an auto-battle by Riot, and I seem to be playing all of their stuff other than League of Legends recently. Although I suppose Teamfight Tactics is set kind of in the League of Legends universe. Um, I've been playing that with my best mate for uh, when I was on holiday a fair bit, and it's it's just really fun. Like uh, There's a lot of strategy involved as to what sets of units you use and so on. Uh, there's some pretty crazy combinations of items and the, there's a new set like every three months or so and this newest set which came out I think it was about five six days ago is a really cool one um, it's it you can choose to a degree what sort of traits you'll get in order to Maybe get additional loot, um, or have more chance of getting certain units in order to upgrade them. It's um it's a really cool set. I like it compared to the last one or two of them. So yeah, I, I think team fight
0: tactics is very, very cool. Very, very, very cool. So is it or is it not in the League of Legends universe? It is. Um
3: I was trying to think whether there's any characters that aren't, but I think they all are. It's just I don't know much about League of Legends. So Okay. Um, I, I've never actually played uh, that that particular title.
0: It's funny, I got a friend of mine who's a big fan of League of Legends, and he listens to the podcast and he goes, why are you never talking about League of Legends? It's like, because none of us know anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... Uh, there I, you go, uh, mate. There you go. A little bit of League that, of Legends. That's about you. the Enjoy. extent of
3: what's going to happen around here, probably.
0: Enjoy. Um, and I know they ripped off a cover of an Imagine Dragon song. And they did a very good job with it as well, as far as I'm aware. Um, I have to look that one up. I warriors, I think it's it. called. We are the warriors that build this town. That one. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, check it out. It's very epic and orchest- orchestral and stuff. It's great. Right, Miles, your game of the week. Uh,
4: incredibly, I played a game that was worse than Rocky City, which has somehow ended up as my game of the week, owing to the fact I played nothing other than Diablo and this game, which is Dynasty Warriors 9 it's awful wow
0: oh no don't let don't let ethan lawrence know this oh no That's it's it. fine
4: we we briefly discussed it on our dedicated dynasty warriors uh two and a half hour podcast thanks for editing that roscoe um sorry bro if i didn't do a thing i would have listened to it <laughs> it must have been quite the listen for someone who has no idea about the series um yeah we talked about it briefly on that podcast and we both knew it was terrible and i just can't remember if ethan had played it or not but um I had not subjected myself to it. And on a whim, I got it on a deal uh, for like a fiver or something. I was like, it can't be that bad. It's Dynasty Warriors. Like you can't mess up mashing square and triangle over and over. You really can. You really, (laughs) really can. It looks like PS2 era. Like it's embarrassingly bad graphics-wise. The screen tearing everywhere. The pop-in is everywhere. The actual so they made it open world for this one, which was its big selling point. And it is utterly pointless, because you just fast travel to where every mission is that you need to go to, so you just play it like a series of linear levels, like every other Dynasty Warriors game, except sometimes you can't fast travel, so you just have to ride your horse all the way halfway across this open world for no reason. And then you just get there and you kill an officer and then you leave and then you go to the next one. Mm. It's so devoid of any enjoyment and creativity, which is amazing to say about a Dynasty Warriors game. (laughs) that i genuinely was playing it like i can't i can't fathom how they started building this and went yeah people all like this this is what they want <laughs> and then decided to actually release it so um i played it for myself they've managed to ruin the essence of dynasty warriors which let's be honest it wasn't exactly setting a high bar of like quality and, and enjoyment but it was good for what it was and they've somehow butchered it I'm going to play a little bit more to see if it does somehow end up getting better. I, it won't, but it's, yeah, it's it's a struggle to even describe how much they screwed this game up, and Aww. it makes me sad because I wonder if the series even has a future at this point or whether they're just going to scrap it all together.
0: There was something I wanted to ask you. I can't remember what it was. Oh, yeah, there's DLC coming out this week for the Clissa Protocol. Oh. Are you jumping
4: in? No. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that game. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. Uh, no, I won't be. It's had a few um, free updates for like a hardcore mode. Uh, I think there's like some like weird survival mode, a horde mode, and new game plus. And I think me and Josh talked about it like a couple of months ago. We were like, are we going to go back and get the trophies? And we both just went, no, we would rather do <laughs> anything else. We'll actually just leave it unfinished. It's fine and given how much me and josh are trophy hunters it says a lot that we're not willing to go back to the game to uh replay it again yeah it is, is. yeah i mean i was
0: you... i was tempted to um see if i could get code but uh but now you've said that i'm not gonna bother
4: i mean yeah i mean if you got the code i would do it i probably I know I know, I know i
0: know i know but but yeah <laughs> I would also probably not... considering your review we might not get code so <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> i'd be
4: surprised if they did give us code <laughs> what did you score mm. it again? I gave it a six. To be fair, I was scathing, no, 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 so but that's I was not like... Bad. That's not bad. I was I was balanced scathing. There were things that I didn't like about it, but I also did credit its few good, meritable elements. Um, and then I think what really killed it for me is that I played the game through again after I'd finished it for the review, and I think that second playthrough just demolished any mm. credit I gave to the game. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it'll be interesting to see if the DLC does manage to uh, hit some better quality highs than the main game did. I hope it does. I genuinely, I like the studio. I want them to do well. Um, they just didn't crack it with this one. So um, hopefully they're going to learn from their experiences and make some gooder, better content. Gooder? Better? Better content in future.
0: One uh, one can only hope.
4: Yeah, that's that's the hope anyway.
0: Indeed. Um, talking of Ethan Lawrence, actually, um, if you go on iPlayer right now, he was on Pointless this week which was kind of wild. Um, It's probably worth checking out um, to see how well he did. And he's currently on Horrible Histories at CBBC, Friday nights at 6.30. Check it out. I've watched the episode last week, and it was, boy, was it something. Um, It was lovely. Uh, So if you want your fill of Ethan Lawrence, he's all over TV right now. Go check it out. Um, What's my game of the week? My game of the week is probably going to be Park Beyond. Um, This is a game I've been waiting for for a while. I do love being a a theme park simulator. And um, beyond, you know, theme park and Planet Coaster, you know, it's a genre which is filling up. But part Beyond is the latest one. Um, It's out now on consoles and PC. I've been playing it on PC um, because I feel it's the only real way to play a simulator properly. Um, Unless you're, of course, you know, two-point campus and you can do the controls properly. Um, So I've been checking it out and it's a lot of fun. My review is coming very, very soon. I started writing it today um i did balls up my first park a uh, big time i got a little bit ahead of myself um the tutorial <laughs> kind of was like was like okay now place this here place this here place this here and you'll have a nice smooth running park and i was like no i'm going to put things everywhere and so i started putting like massive um rides up when i probably shouldn't have because um it drained all of my money in the park and it, and it died so that was a shame but um uh, my second park is currently doing much better and i'm sort of like just taking the uh, Taking the foot off the gas a little bit and uh, taking a little bit more easy, and it's a lot of fun. Um, I love the visuals. It's a beautiful game. Um, the way that it, you can ride every single ride and um, the lighting is really really nice, especially on my PC. It looks it looks really lovely, and um, I'm having a lot of fun with it. So if you uh, if you are curious about kind of modern day theme park s kind of games, then yeah, Park Beyond is a great one to get stuck into because it's uh, it's pure simulator, and uh, yeah, having a great time uh, with it. So look out for my review of that. And crime boss, Roque, is coming soon. i have got a horrible week at work coming up, so hopefully I've got plenty of time to do some writing. Uh, So we shall see. Fingers crossed. But let's move on and get to the quiz with Miles
4: Thompson. Another week, another quiz. Are we all excited for yet another one? I can't wait. I'm getting to that point that Kat got to where I'm like, have I asked this question before? Is this a repetition? I don't know. <laughs> We're going to find out. I think I'm just going to have to embrace it. Alrighty. We all know the rules. I don't need to repeat it again, do I?
1: Nah.
4: All right. We got this. We got this. Alrighty. Let's just jump straight in then. Oh, I do need to do my scoring, actually. Bear with me one second. You have a
0: lovely... um. Yeah. Uh, trailer waiting for you in your DMs on Slack, by the way, Miles?
4: I have seen. I just uh, I don't like to get distracted while I'm doing the podcast <laughs> I, I understand. I don't have the attention span to hold it. <laughs> it's there for you when you're ready. That's lovely. I look forward to it. I'll let you know my honest reaction afterwards.
1: It's okay, Ross. If he doesn't want to play it, just know that in comfort we will be playing it without oh, him I'll... and he'll be having much less fun without us.
0: It's very true. I don't I'll want to play in the Callisto Protocol to, DLC. <laughs> I want him to uh, just watch the training and be like, oh, I want to play that. Well, tough. You can't. I mean, you can't play in it. Because <laughs> no, you're not
1: fucking invited now.
4: Yeah.
0: Fuck
4: you. <laughs> it's fine. I'll be playing the Callisto Protocol DLC. I'll be having a great time. Good.
0: Good. No Good. With that.
2: What is this mystery game that I've now got FOMO over?
4: Oh, Sonic. Sonic
0: Superstars. Sonic oh. Superstars. <laughs>
1: it's
4: caught. It's caught, Josh. Oh, God, you, it? you have fun, kids.
1: We will. See Josh
4: awesome. gets it. Josh gets it. Well, Although I haven't watched cold. the
1: trailer yet. So can I, I be like Tails, it. though? Like, if, can, are you, can I, if it's between, like, Sonic and Tails, can I be Tails? I mean,
0: Tails is my boy, but...
1: Oh, okay, fine.
0: I'll be Sonic. No, 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 no. It's You can be Tails.
1: I just like the way it's, like, tail helicopters. It's cute. I
0: understand. I understand.
1: I know. And the I'll thing is, is, like, you are Nipples, the Sonic it? fan. Like, you're, like... Like, I'm a Sonic fan, but you're the Sonic fan for sure so like it only makes sense that you have the titular character yeah that's I'll be fine, a little trusty no. co-op sidekick
0: I'm happy with that happy with that
1: yeah they won't give me the opportunity to be rouged about with the tits so I've got a like, lay <laughs> table I can get
0: <laughs> you know, fancy Amy or Knuckles
1: no Amy's so fucking annoying but Knuckles <laughs> it's just Alba now but yeah
4: yeah.
0: Uh... yeah all right let's get with
4: the quiz then <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting to see how long this, <laughs> this Sonic talk could go for Sonic
1: superstars, what a special coming to you
4: <laughs> Yeah, Sonic's oh, actually yes. just the quiz, every answer is now Sonic Hooray, at last Alrighty, let's do this Question number one Sonic co- <laughs> You didn't put your yes. hand up so luckily, I'm not going to count that as your answer <laughs> um, so Question number one This cooperative game series Released in 2016 and 2018 for its releases. Allows you to play as a crocodile, bird, knoll, octopus, among other avatars. What series is it? Fuck. It sounds so
0: easy, but so difficult at the same time.
4: It, it yeah. is an easy one, but also the way I've worded it makes it slightly more difficult. Yes. I can guarantee, I think everybody, the only one, the exception is, I think is Yogg. Because I don't know if he's played it or not. But I know everybody else has played it, including myself. Cat,
1: is it not like Frog? No. <laughs> okay.
4: I will bring attention to the fact I said other avatars when I was describing the different uh, things that you like could be.
1: Avatars. Wait, say the question again. What, what oh. type of game
4: was it? So this cooperative game series. Of which its two releases, released in 2016 and 2018, allows you to play as a crocodile, a bird, a narwhal, an octopus, and various other avatars. What series is it, Josh? Is it Humans Fall Flat? No, does not.
2: Am I being dumb?
1: <laughs> Have you just worded it badly? A little bit, but I also
4: I didn't want to make it too easy, because the way I worded it initially was way too easy, so I decided to make it slightly more difficult by making it slightly more vague. But you do all know the answer, I think. Oh! Oh, Roscoe? Overcooked. It is! It is overcooked! Well done!
1: Oh, <laughs> fair play Yeah, fair play oh, it's, God. So, it's so fucking obvious
4: now <laughs> <laughs> I was going to put this food-themed Cooperative game, but I was like Instantly, one of you will throw your hands yeah. up The second I say that So I took the, the food-themed part out To make it a bit more difficult Like, I didn't breathe them for two minutes I was like, what yeah, the hell you, is this game? <laughs> you were like knee-deep yeah. in concentration on that one <laughs> Well done, Roscoe Hmm uh, question number two. Sea of Thieves was developed by which company? Roscoe? Rare. It is indeed rare. Well done, sir. He's on a roll. That's it now. Yeah, yeah, that's the end of the quiz. There's only two <laughs> questions this week. Uh, question number three. Who composed the soundtrack for Doom 2016? Oh, Roscoe, you just about be Josh to it. Right Thirst. No. Ah. Uh. I know it's not right there, so I have no idea. <laughs> Josh? It is Mick Gordon. It is indeed Mick Gordon, well done, sir. Uh, question number four. Which 2015 open world game is set in a post-apocalyptic desert based on an action movie series? I don't know if I even said that correctly. Roscoe? Mad Max. It is indeed Mad Max. Oh,
1: I was totally going to say that and I thought that was dumb. I was like, that sounds
4: like Mad Max. <laughs> so, <laughs> this question has a bonus point. Roscoe, you get to go first to have a go at this one. If you don't get it, it then goes to the group and then they all get the chance to get it at once, okay? Right. Are you ready for your bonus question? Sure. Can you name the side character that rides in your vehicle with you? No. His name is not known. Uh, Okay, (laughs) Uh, out to the group. Josh. Uh...
2: Oh, fuck. Is it Chum? Chum Bucket.
4: Yeah. Yes, I will, I will give it to you because you got it before I declared. So yes, I will give that one to you. Well done. What mm. it was Suspicious.
3: Cheating! Yeah. Cheating! <laughs>
4: Come on, Yogg. You know my uh, adjudication of these quizzes. If there isn't some dubious claims then uh, it's not one of my quizzes. Uh, question number five. If I were a playable member of the Covenant set in the Halo universe, what would my name be? Roscoe. The Arbiter. It is indeed the Arbiter. You're on a roll. Question mm-hmm. number six. Shown off for the first time at the most recent Xbox showcase event, what was the title of the game that reminded everyone of Bioshock Infinite or Dishonored thanks to its steampunk art style? Oh my god, Roscoe. Plot work revolution. It is. Damn. Cat, you were waiting in the wings. Did you know it as well?
1: Yeah, I did.
4: Ooh. I'm sorry. Roscoe is uh, cleaning house today. Uh, question number seven. Portal, Team Fortress 2 and Half-Life 2 and its two expansions were include- included in which... Oh my god, Ross. The orange box. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> this is wild. Uh, question oh. number eight. In 2007, the release of which game caused a massive controversy with GameSpot leading to the firing of one of their writers? Go on, Roscoe.
3: Go. Oh.
4: Cheers out. Oh, cat.
1: Is it? Oh, I'm trying to think
0: which one. Is it one of the Assassin's Creeds? It is not. Oh. Anyone else want to have a go, Roscoe? Um, I'm just, I'm just clearing myself out because I've, I've <laughs>
4: hey, completely won the, the quiz. <laughs> uh, Yog. Yog.
3: Ah, uh, sorry. Is it the game you wanted?
4: Yes. Kanan Lynch. It is indeed Kanan Lynch. Well done, sir. Why'd they get sacked? Uh it was to do with like either they took a payment to like advertise the game or something, um, and then they reviewed it as well. I can't remember exactly what it was all about. Basically, they did something a bit dodgy in terms of the writing of the review for the game, I believe. Um Ooh. and then it all kind of came out after the game's release. Um, that there was dodgy dealings going on with it, and then the writer was fired. Uh, as a result of the whole thing uh, It was quite an interesting story at the time I think there's like, you know there's like YouTube documentaries That are like an hour long, I think there's one of those on it Um yeah, it was quite an interesting Deep dive, I remember watching it like Way back in the day um, And it's primarily why I remember that game Because I didn't enjoy playing it
2: <laughs> Man, this is like The third week in a row you've shot on Kane and Lynch And I won't have this anymore
4: I am going to be honest, the only reason it ended up In this quiz is because we talked about it in the last two weeks And I was like, I'll throw it in there <laughs> Question number yeah, that's nine. It yeah, it's libel at this point. Or slander. Or both. Who knows? Definition. Uh, ah, lovely. It's the positive trio. Uh, question number nine. Following Harry Mason and James Sutherland, or Sunderland, I can't remember which one is. Uh, who is the protagonist of Silent Hill 3? Gosh. Cheryl Mason.
2: Oh.
4: I will give you a chance to correct. What?
3: Well, this she,
2: is unfair. This she's is got a, she's got a fucking second name because for some story
4: reason she's yeah, actually he's not, he's, the reason I'm giving he's him another chance bold, is because he's not he? technically wrong, but it's not the the right answer sort of cat.
1: I haven't seen this, but I only know it from Dead by Daylight. My name's Heather. In it the Japanese indeed.
4: versions, it, it is Heather Mason. Yes.
1: Yeah.
4: <laughs> well done.
1: There was like a little bit of discussion about whether they wanted, whether they were going to call her Heather or Cheryl in the game.
4: Yeah. Yeah. That's where the confusion comes up. But that's she the only is...
1: reason that I know that, I have no fucking clue otherwise. When he said Cheryl <laughs> Mason, I was like, ah, wait, it is that character with the white top and the scraggly bob and the. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a trick one, that one. Uh, and it's question number 10.
1: Because like, it is like a translation thing.
4: It is, indeed. But I went on the one that first came up when I uh, searched it to confirm. And it was Heather that came up first. So, <laughs> uh, question number 10. Which Victorian London set, set... Oh, my God. Let me start that again. Which Victorian London themed game is described as a horror cooking simulator and released in 2022 from Bad Vices Games? Cat.
1: Ravenous Devils.
4: It is indeed Ravenous Devils. Well done. Excellente. There's the end of the quiz. I think we all know who won this one. It's quite a clear winner. (laughs) (laughs) So way out in the lead with six points is our dear Roscoe. Well done. I mean, it is quite fitting that I joked about it being a Sonic quiz and then Roscoe strode into the lead with it. Um, Josh and Kat, you both finished on two points and your doggy got a point. Well done, all. Well, thank you very much, Mark. Very well done, sir. I'm very impressed. Six, that's pretty good. I've got six rages. <laughs> yeah, it was quite a. I don't. Even, I ended up with quite a, a Microsoft, I guess, themed one. There's a few questions for Microsoft games in there. Um, yeah, I had yeah, to putting the showcase my in there. Warehouse. It was like, yeah, that's all fresh in the memory still. So <laughs> yeah, yes. I was like, I might as well include it if it's there and it's like a fresh game rather than the potential to repeat a game I've already used before. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you very much indeed. I'll be back again next week. No, or is it all? With more
0: quizzy goodness. Quizzy goodness, is that thing? I don't know if that's... Thing, Quazy goodness. Quiz- quizzical goodness? Quizzical goodness, yeah. Let's get for quizzical. Yeah, all right. One point to Miles. Hooray! Yay! <laughs> all right, then, let's jump into the news. And this one isn't necessarily news, more of a warning. Um, Final Fantasy fifteen is very, very close indeed. Um, So close, we can almost... we got three... Freaking days until it's come out. Unfortunately, uh, some copies have been leaked early. uh, So be very wary uh, because spoilers are abound. Stay off hashtags on Twitter. Stay off certain forums uh, and still Reddit. Just stay off because the story, well, you know, if you played the demo, it seems like a a really amazing story. Nobody wants that spoiled. So if you do have a copy, just shut the hell up, all right? For God's sake, bloody sick of it. But if you don't have a copy, just be careful while you're out there. I'm just I wanted to gauge everyone's hype levels where we are right now, because this is a massive, massive release. And well, I can't imagine we're gonna be talking about much else uh for the foreseeable
4: future. Uh so uh so Miles, where are we right now? How are you feeling? Three days uh... out. I'm a solid, uh, where am I? Three days out. I'm probably a solid nine out of 10, mainly because I'm trying to distract myself from the fact that I still can't play it yet. Um, so if you have got an early copy, fuck you. <laughs> I don't really mean that. Um, yeah, it's it's building. And I think the closer we're getting to release day, the more and more excited I'm getting. Um, I was already quite hyped, but as we talked about last week on the pod, um, that demo just blew me away it was really really spectacular and um yeah i just i don't want to get any spoilers i like others i wasn't expecting the story to be as big of a draw for me but then playing that two-hour demo getting connected to the characters the where the demo ends and the kind of emotional uh i don't want to say punch because i feel that's a bit too uh on the nose <laughs> but um where that demo ends is yeah it's gut-wrenching so um I'm very invested and um, yeah, I'm just really looking forward to the game coming out and actually get my hands on it and playing it. And the combat system is just super slick. It's going to be a wonderful time. And uh, yeah, I don't think I'll be heard from by many people for a good week or two once it comes out. So uh, it's been nice knowing you all. <laughs> uh, this is my
0: Thompson's last uh, being in this podcast, by the way, so
4: <laughs> there will be no Sorry. quiz next week because I will not be <laughs> here.
0: It'll be a Final Fantasy 16 themed quiz. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Every answer will be Clive.
0: Yeah life um it's interesting isn't it because you know there are a lot of people like myself who kind of had little interest in it until that demo was played And i think a lot of people have experienced that um it feels so different to uh 15 i remember playing 15 and i got in i got maybe four or five hours in i just couldn't hack the characters they were just driving me crazy so it's it's interesting this one now is taking a whole new vibe a whole new direction the hilarious thing is the day it comes out, I'm doing three nights straight at work, so I won't play it for at least four or five days uh, until until, uh, until, I actually get my hands
4: on it, because I'm going to be stuck at work. You're just going to uh, have to quit your job, Roscoe. I mean, there's no other option. It's looking like that. It really is looking like that, to be honest. Just use your summon, and just call it quits, and uh, yeah. just play Final Fantasy sixteen for, for the next three weeks. Yeah, I couldn't play dabble
0: for three days, and once I finally got time off work, uh, Part Beyond came in. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and now that you'll have time again, Final is coming in. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very good problem to have, but it's it's still a problem nonetheless. Um, Kat, I know you're not super hyped um on the other end of the scale, but is there anything that you've seen or heard about the game that does give you inkling to want to check it out?
1: Yeah, you know, I actually have the demo downloaded. I'm just I'm uh Poland has put me a bit behind on code, so I am like trying to whack out my reviews before I actually sit down and enjoy the demo. Um but I actually watched, when was it? A couple of months ago, right? they did the like showcase, the 15 minute showcase on it. And actually I really like the look of it. And I think that it's wonderful that it is targeted somewhat at people who have never played a Final Fantasy game. You know, like people like me and you, Ross, who are like, we've never really jumped in before, but actually after, you know, it's it's made for us or it's, it's made with us in mind, that we don't have to feel like we have to know the whole backstory. We don't have to feel like... We're catching up with something that they have made the controls more accessible they've made the story more accessible they've made they've just kept us in mind and i think that's really important when a franchise gets to like 14 15 16 17 in the in the series because it's it almost feels at one point too overwhelming to go into it it's like with kingdom hearts everyone goes just play the second one or you know with um final fantasy everyone's like just play seven and like or you know so Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the demo and I am going to give the demo a shot because if this is where we can enter from, that'll be really exciting that we get to be part of this franchise in the community as well um, and get to feel that kind of hype around future releases. Um, I'm hyped about how hyped everybody else is as well. Like everybody just seems super hyped for it and that's how you know it's going to be. Like people who are like beloved of the franchise, people like Miles, like Toby, Um, they're, like, hyped as fuck. And, you know, when when people are like that about a certain game and they've had that much showcase to it and they've seen, you know, the demos out and people are like, yeah, this game's going to be sick. You know, it's a winner all around, isn't it? We know that we're not going to get, hopefully, fingers crossed, a a bad game because that would suck with all the anticipation that's happened. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, I like... I'm hyped about how hyped people are about it and I'm hyped at the idea that they've kept people who have never played the franchise in mind but also people who... Are uh, you know they want that kind of game, that kind of combat system to be more accessible? Um, yeah, I think that's it. Sounds like they've made it with a lot of things in mind, and I think that's just wonderful. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to sitting down and playing it.
0: Sorry, I'm muted. I didn't realize I was muted. Um, yeah, the great part is, of course, if you played the demo, it carries over into the main game. That
1: like? yeah. I saw that Tom said that as well, and I was like, sick actually. Because when I did Fall of Porcupine, obviously, I played the demo on PlayStation, but then I had to redo like what felt like the demo. But the demo is apparently the prologue. I don't know. Um, so there's nothing worse than playing like, a two hour game, isn't it? And doing that two hours again, um, yeah. kind of like takes the wind out of cells a little bit. So that's really cool that that happens.
0: Hi, mode activate, very exciting. Uh, Josh, where are you, man? Where are you, man? Hope levels. You looking forward to Clive?
2: I I have a similar situation with you. Um, I'm not at work. I am at Outbreak Festival from Friday till Sunday. Um, It comes out Thursday, and Thursday I'm at work all day. So I'll be doing uh, a fire test in the morning, going back home, picking it up on the way, and then going back to work until late. (laughs) Go to bed, and then festival for the weekend so i won't be touching it i don't think very or i will uh, in like very small increments that i can um but yeah um i'm ready for it uh it's tough to call it a game of the year contender with everything else that comes out it will re- really have to pull out the stops on kind of where it ends up later in the game in terms of the combat and the story if it gets even better we hope so um but there's just so many games that are out that are coming out this year, that pfft, it's just a titan amongst other titans at this point. Um, yeah, but in terms of a final fantasy game, uh, for something that's in a, a game that's in a series that hasn't necessarily been so hype in a while, um, of course, outside of final fantasy seven, which I think just caters to, um, fans of the series as opposed to newcomers. This is like the newcomers game for that's going to make a splash, I hope, because yeah. it's a great series. It's a great team behind it. They've worked on the um, Final, Final Fantasy fourteen online uh, for a long time. People love their stories that they've done with their DLCs and their expansions, kind of like World of Warcraft does. Um, so I'm happy that they've got a full Fledged title that's a main main numbered title that they can showcase as a single player experience, and hopefully, their love for the series will translate to to the audience.
0: Absolutely, Um, I think it's going to garner a massive new audience as well. Um, Yeah, and I think that it's. I think it will be in contention uh, by the end of the year, by year's end, for sure. Uh, yeah. I don't know if it's my uh, it's got that vibe
2: I don't know if it's my Twitter bubble but there's a lot of tweets that are just going out of like people that don't even game or don't have a Playstation that this is their, this is the console seller for them, which is mad like, yeah. I I feel like we've had multiple of them <laughs> recently um, but this is the one that, and I think the demo showcasing what it showcased having, you know, the kind of story front and centre has just really attracted so many more people um, than I think they could ever hope for. I think before the demo dropped, um, Square Enix said they were concerned about pre-orders. I don't think they've got any more concerns. Um,
0: no, it was yeah. a masterstroke releasing this demo. Absolutely masterstroke. Yes.
2: If, uh, if I would have said anything, I would have said drop it earlier. Um, I know that games work in a very special way. Um, and getting it to gold and then getting a demo out there, which is always different um is hard uh but having it earlier for that just that little bit extra time for people to like throw at the mouth over it, I think would have just gone even more silly like it would have just gone like the the way people would be talking about
0: it would go even further because there's more time for it to permeate absolutely absolutely um I thought how generous the demo was as well. They really cut it off. They really thought about it, and they they cut it just like the perfect moment.
2: Yes, yeah, the complete um,
0: intro to the game. Yeah, unbelievable. Um, really fantastic. Um, are looking forward to hearing people talk about Final Fantasy sixteen. Um, I'm going to ask a question.
3: Do you think I'm excited for Final Fantasy, Ross?
0: I'm no. What I asked was, are you excited for people to talk about it around you because? You don't currently own a system where you can play it. Uh so people are gonna be talking about it a lot. And uh, you're just gonna to have to put up with that, I think, for a while.
3: Yeah, I I don't know how much I'll actually hear because I barely use Twitter anymore. So the extent of like that I'll hear about it is probably in our Slack server. Yeah. Um so it won't be too bad. It'll be interesting to see what people's views are. Uh I suspect that it probably won't be game of the year just because The Legend of Zelda came out and whenever one of those games gets released, it pretty much sweeps up the awards. So I I doubt it'll win a lot of the big awards at the end of the year. Hmm. But um, yeah, I I always like hearing about what people's opinions on games are, even if I have nothing to do with them. I'm just not personally too excited for the game to play myself, which is fine because I don't have a PS5 at the minute anyway. Yet, yet. That may change in future, maybe yes. even in the near future. But um, yeah, it's. Uh, I look forward to seeing what people's views are. I want. I, I. I was speaking to my mate when I was in Belgium, and he last played Final Fantasy heavily at ten. I want to say, uh, so his favourites are seven and ten. Uh, so I know he's excited for the second. Well, I think he'll be excited eventually for the uh, the is it rebirth, five, yes. seven rebirth? So I think I think he'll probably play that long term. But um, uh, he didn't say anything about 16, so that, that intrigues me. I wonder whether he'd like that at some stage, but uh, yeah, sorry, rambling off on
0: random. Things. No, it's fine, no, it's fine. Um, that that's the wonder if i imagine. like I said, I had. I had no vested interest in it. It was one of the games that, oh, I'll get on it if I'm, you know, the discount or something, or I'll play it at the end of the year or something. Yeah. Um, but that demo just sold me completely, and I was like, right, this is day one. And the it's... Advantages
3: of a demo. It's nice Absolutely. that there's such an extensive one, from what people have said as well. Um, really gives a, a... They put their best foot forward with the demo, and it seems to uh, be, have been received pretty damn well, which is nice.
0: It's just unlike anything I've seen before. I think this is, this is a proper next gen game. Do you know what I mean? It feels that way. Yeah. And it looks that way, and uh, there's it, it's gonna be it's gonna be special. I think it's gonna be really special. I, I think that in, it will one to remember. It makes the most
3: of modern systems and like Certainly. improvements yeah. to technology in order to be able to really bring the most. I guess almost cinematic experience by the sounds of it. Um, yeah, cutscenes
0: Yeah. Yeah. The um the final kind of big set piece in the demo really just, just blew my mind and just left me like speechless. Like, wow, video games are cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> you just you just gave me one of those moments where you sort of remind yourself why you do this. It's like, oh video games are cool.
3: It's one of those games that really reinforces how far gaming has come in the last 20-30 years. Yeah, um... and that's
0: only from a demo, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> whatever comes next, I can't I can't even fathom. I'm very excited. And uh yeah, I can't I can't wait. Cannot wait. Um, yeah, well, let's move on then to the next piece of news, which is the Xbox One, it's over. Microsoft have announced that they will be no longer be porting games to Xbox One. But if you do have an Xbox One, never fear, because you can stream all the new games on it. I guess that's an exciting thing. Who knows? Um, Xbox I've said, I'm reading from VGC, Mr. Tom Ivan. We've moved on to Gen 9 Xbox Game Studio, and Matt Booty has told Axios, referring to Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S. While there won't be native Xbox One versions of the Series X S games like Forza Motorsport in the future, Xbox One players will be able to stream current first-gen titles, such as The Racer and Fable, through SL Gaming, included with Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. That's how we're going to maintain support, Booty said. So there we go. The end of the Xbox One. A very interesting generation for microsoft um the fond memories i don't know if anyone has any um but it was it, it was quite a turbulent one for xbox and it's always fascinating to sort of go back and uh and remember where the xbox came from where well, the Xbox one came from to where it ended up um from like the the xbox 1 with the Connect built in the vcr uh, all the way up to xbox one x um it was it was it was a hell of a generation um Josh, what do you remember from I guess maybe the reveal of the Xbox One? Sort of leading up to it. And was there anything generally impressive that you found from that generation? <laughs> um so was it
2: an E3 event that they showed off the Xbox One? Was it, it that long ago?
0: It certainly was, yeah, 2015. No, 2013. Yeah. yeah. Uh and I feel like
2: PlayStation announced something the PS4 around the same time as well. Um But the Xbox One, as it was sold, you were not getting a disk drive. Uh, It had full DRM, I think they were saying. Um, You uh, could watch all the TV that you wanted uh, through your TV subscriptions. Um, And you can use the Kinect controller to sift through these menus when you're watching TV. Um, No mention of games really at all um and i think that was uh the nail in the coffin for xbox one at the start um was that it wasn't about the games it was about everything that that they were trying to sell um which in hindsight is now something that people are looking for a little bit where it is more of an entertainment system as it is just a, a console you know um playstation 5 has a digital only version that has sold because people only buy digital games these days and the percentage is higher and stuff like that um so really they were ahead of their time um i never played an xbox i never had an xbox one um my friend did i played dead rising 4 was utterly disappointed with the direction they went in kind of liked the character and the sort of biker vibes but man it wasn't like uh, the old dead rising um and it was just a misstep, um, which was really unfortunate. And since then, we've had Phil Spencer come in as the head of, Mark- head of Xbox. Um, and he's really made it about the games. We've now got a service where you get to play a seemingly unlimited amount of games just for a price, a monthly cost. Um, so would we have got all this had the Xbox One been such a massive failure? I don't think so. Um, I think we would have had a completely different direction where it was more entertainment based. Um and I'm glad that it kind of sucked at the start at the start. Um, because it's really brought a competition to the market that is well needed, that has now kind of twisted PlayStation's arm to start their own streaming stuff. And, um and yeah, it's just been good for business. Phil Spencer was good for Xbox. Um and rest in peace to Xbox One X or one Xbox One and Xbox One X. Um, man, these titles of the names are confusing, they're never going to <laughs> get better. Um, but yeah, what a ride!
0: What a ride indeed. I mean, I remember that, um, that launch event was just something else. And it was yeah. like, I remember they said you can't trade in games once that game is like connected to your account, that's it. Yep. Yeah. Um,
2: that yes, the DRM that was yes, you're, mm. you're jogging my memory. That's what the DRM thing they were talking about is that the game is yours and no one else's, and then Sony rebutted with the sort of here's how you can
0: swap games, and it's that's it Yeah, like,
2: yeah, they
0: just amazing. Handed, shoe handed it to uh, Adam Boyne, and that was it. Yeah, and four nine nine as well at launch, Xbox One.
2: Yeah, I mean they just had a lot of factors, didn't they, that went against them. Um it's kind of like PS3's initial launch of like a really high selling price. Um talks of a system being so hard to develop for that most people didn't
0: bother. Um mm. yeah. A week later, Sony went three nine nine PS4, we're out. And it was like <laughs> boom, well, that's it, then it. Yeah, I mean, game over. Yeah. Um uh, Miles, what do you what do you remember from that era? Is there anything I know you didn't have an Xbox One until very, very late on. You had my yeah. Xbox One actually.
4: I do. I have um, your <laughs> Xbox One.
0: <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, what do you remember from that from that time? And why did you yeah. shift why did you not maybe get Xbox one earlier on?
4: I think it's uh for the reasons that you guys have spoken about. The main thing that I think Xbox One is going to be remembered for is its botched release. They just completely misread what people wanted at that time, which was They'd come off the PS3 and the Xbox 360 era of people just wanted good games. They wanted high quality, standout games that you would buy into an ecosystem for. And the thing is, it was changing where it was going from, you know, just the Call of Duties or like the upmarket kind of big budget linear game that was like six to ten hours. And people were wanting a lot more open world stuff. They were wanting to see the technology push games, not technology for technology's sake, and I think that's why the Xbox One, as a product, it was probably really exciting. It had all these different features, know, you could talk to it, <clears throat> but the always online connection that it required, the fact that you couldn't trade in games, um, couldn't swap games with your friends, and all of these kind of problems which people predicted like from the moment they said it, um, it just kind of made it dead on arrival. And the saddest thing about it is that if they were announcing the very same console now, obviously with updated tech, it would probably be lauded quite significantly because we have, as Josh said, a lot of these features in kind of everyday platforms. Um, But I think the biggest problem Xbox One had was its launch and then also just the lack of games to back it up. Um, You know, while there was a, you know, Sea of Thieves ended up being a great game, it's really hard to picture the standout performance games. Even, you know, Gears and Halo have stagnated over the course of the last kind of 10 years or so um which is a shame because a strong microsoft means sony also have to be stronger as do nintendo um so having microsoft kind of fall off a cliff in terms of actually keeping up a steady stream of really quality games like they did in the 360 era i think is really what cost them ultimately um and it's still something that we're talking about now you know even in three years into this current gen cycle we're still waiting for the big games from microsoft to hit um so they need to fix that that is the the fundamental problem but um I think there are success stories. I was gutted that Scalebound never found the light of day because it looked exactly like the kind of game I would have played or swapped over to Xbox to try. Um, If any of you even remember Scalebound. Um, It just felt like Devil May Cry meets Dragons. And I mean, you don't have to sell me anything more than that. Um, But yeah, it was a good idea. Just poorly executed and poorly presented and wasn't timed for the era it was in. Um, if anything, I think they were just a bit too far ahead in their planning of where pe- what people were ready for. And the execution of the ideas was just all over the place. And my highlight will always just be Sony saying, here is how you can gift a game to your friend. And I was like, they've just ruined everything they've announced a week ago, completely and utterly ruined it. Um, but I think it was also an underappreciated console. I think there was a lot of potential in it and it just wasn't best used as it should have been. And I think this announcement that it's you know being discontinued, being actively worked for, isn't a surprise. I think we, all of us were kind of expecting this probably a little bit sooner than it has come. Um, and I can imagine that the PS4 and whatnot aren't going to be too far behind. Yeah, missed opportunity is what I'd call it, just missed potential, missed opportunity. And um, we're hopeful that Microsoft will get back on track again in the cycle of this one eventually, at some point, if they actually throw out some games. <laughs>
0: Yeah, games. We need some games, Microsoft. That'd be great. Thank you very much. It,
4: it did bring us Game Pass, though. It was the you know it the is. precursor for Game Pass. So at the very least, it was a big proponent of that. So that's something. But yeah, if Game Pass is the biggest success of a console, then the console's not done very well. <laughs> no, but, you know, I mean, the second half of the year, I think, was really
0: much improved. Um, Like the Phil Spencer era, like Josh said, was like, you know, it was just so consumer-focused. And it was like, consumer wants games. So here's games, have games,
4: you know, and
0: you know, they got there eventually. It was just a little bit too late.
4: Yeah. And they have moved the industry forward. You know, Sony's had to do the same with its subscription service. Um, I think the idea of, you know, being able to just rent games instead of having to own them all and paying this top price for, you know, premium price for AAA games and stuff. They're making really, like you said, consumer, consumer pro moves. And I think that's moved the industry in a very positive way. Um, but i t- the sad thing is that wasn't the xbox one consoles doing <laughs> um but yeah hopefully they'll uh, they'll get it together with this one at least this console's already off to a, a better start than that one was for sure um cat i remember we all had xbox 360s um we all had
0: um growing up playing cod playing black ops and playing stuff um was there any uh, particular reason why you didn't go for an xbox one
3: I think
1: it's just because I I had a free sixty. I then went to university. I got PlayStation, and I had PlayStation way before Xbox. um I think Xbox was like my rogue era, where I was like, no, I'm going to try something new. After they fucked me with the GameCube, um, yeah. So I think it was more just a uh, when I was weighing up the the choices. I, I've always naturally pulled towards PlayStation. And I think Xbox, as much as I love the award noise, I love the trophy noise. Um, I think it's way better than the, the PlayStation one.
0: It is. You're
1: absolutely and for right. me, yeah, 100%. I think it's more iconic as well, but Xbox isn't dead. It's, it's just the Xbox one. <laughs> um, it was just, yeah, I just pulled naturally a bit more towards PlayStation because that's what I've grown up with as a child. So for me, it was the PS4 and then um, ultimately, yeah, I didn't need anything else, really, because all I was playing, all I had played with 360 was what I wanted to play, which was, like, Fable and COD, and COD I could play on PlayStation. There wasn't much more that I needed the Xbox for that I couldn't already play on PlayStation at that time, I think. Um, Apart from the fact that Game Pass was out, and I was an absolute muggy-mcmuggerson for not getting Game Pass um, sooner. But yeah, that was probably the reason. Um, but I respect it. And like, I, I don't really think that anyone can, I'm uh, not anyone, I don't think I can say it better than how like Miles and Josh and Yourself has said it. It's it's not a surprise. Like I said, the PS4 is probably like Miles said, the PS4 is probably just going to be next. Um, yeah. That's, that's all I really have to yeah. say. I mean, I'm kind of glad. Do you know what Xbox should be fucking working on? I'm a rant now. It's my rant by Xbox.
0: Go. Go, let's do it. Um,
1: so Xbox PC has this thing called gaming service where they have to install gaming service on your Xbox Game Pass and it's completely arbitrary. Anyway, anyway, it's not my laptop because Mars has assured me it's not my laptop and the reviews on the gaming servers have also assured me it's not my laptop. Um, it is stuck in a loop of not installing versus installing, not recognising it's installing. So I am unable to play Game Pass on my PC as it stands because I'm stuck in... We were trying it probably for four hours. So Microsoft, if you're fucking listening, which you're not, you definitely should be, um, I couldn't give a shit if you retire Xbox One sort of fucking Game Pass out on PC because my two grand fucking laptop should be able to play fucking Xbox about being apparent that apparently I don't have any games on Xbox Game Pass. It tells me that I have nothing installed. It's I've had to actually cancel my subscription because I've got no way playing it. Apart from on the console, which I might as well just use, Miles, it's for. I'm fuming, because what the fuck? Thanks, fuck for Steam. Steam, if you're listening, go you, Glen Coco. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, that sounds awful. So...
1: Honestly, it's a fucking joke. Miles was, like, ready to dump my laptop out the window, but it's not my laptop. Like, every um, review on this gaming services app, which you have to have to play Xbox Game Pass on your PC, um, basically says that it completely corrupts and locks you out of Xbox Game Pass, and it keeps doing this thing where it tells me to install it, so I install it. Literally, like, 0.1 seconds later, it says it's installed, and then when I go into and install a game, it says I haven't installed it. It's infuriating. I've even gone into the code. I managed to get it back after two hours last night, and then I opened the game to see if it would work. Nothing. And when I open a game, it release, and I have to like find the game, not in my Xbox Game Pass because it says I have no games. I have to find my game in my files. And then when I do it, it releases the RAM to open it because it tells me it's doing that. And then nothing loads. That's sick. Fucking awesome. So I'm completely corrupted and locked out of Game Pass because of Microsoft's shit application for PC gaming. And apparently loads of people have the same problem and it's just luck of the draw. So um uh, yeah twats um I well. think you're all pushed right now because I was really excited for game pass and now I can't fucking play. <laughs> so now back to square one, back off Steam Anyway, so yeah the Xbox One rip.
0: <laughs> well there we are.
2: There we
0: are. That really sucks.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I hope you get that sorted.
1: Thank you. I've know. tried I... like everything. I've done the Microsoft thing, I've done the coding thing, I've done the PowerShare thing, which is when you go into like the actual binary code and you have to clear it from your authorization, and then re-download it, I've reset it, I've repaired it. I've done it all, mate. It's not working and loads of people are having the same problem.
0: I don't At... know what to, I don't know what to suggest. I'm absolutely speechless.
1: No, no. Uh, So Microsoft, get on it mate It's a fucking joke (laughs) You're literally like one of the most Multi-billion companies in the world And you cannot run a simple application On a PC But Xbox
0: One There we are, RIP Xbox One Uh, Alright, let's close it up Yo, did you have an Xbox One? Nope
3: I had a PS4, but not an Xbox One
0: Okay uh, why didn't you go for Xbox One?
3: Uh, PS3 I had a ridiculous amount of time on so combination of brand loyalty and they had more exclusives on the PS, well PlayStation in general that I was more familiar with and wanted future
0: games with so it's a fairly easy decision. Mm, fair enough. Fair enough. Well alright, PS1, thank you for the memories even though they weren't so great. I had to get that line nice. in there somewhere. Yeah, thank you nice, very much. Like thank that. you very much. Thank you very much. Uh right now, let's get into well, the end the rest of the year. Um, basically coming off Summer Game Fest. There's a lot of video games coming out this year. And we have talked like, you know, Final Fantasy 16 may not even be the biggest game of the year because there's still so much to go. Um so I'm gonna go around the room. I gave you a link earlier. Hopefully you've had the chance to nose at it. Um basically from here till Christmas. Um, what are your most anticipated games? Uh, I'm going to start with, who have I started with yet? I'm going to start with Yog. Hello. 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 Uh, games
3: I'm looking forward to, I suppose. Uh, Homeworld 3 is certainly up there. I've not played a Homeworld before, but... Uh, ah, yes, the, um, the, the acting game of the year. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's definitely going to be, be game of the year. Watch it be absolutely terrible now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I really hope
3: that's not the case because I am pretty excited for it. Um, Manor Lords looks pretty good. I've been having my eye on that for a while, and I did quite a beta for it a bit back. And uh, anything which is to do with managing medieval villages and militaries and that sort of era is always up my alley. Uh What else? Uh, There's usually always Paradox DLC that's going to be coming out. So uh, I always look forward to seeing what they've got cooking. And I think it's Star Trek Infinite and Solaris. Um, Is it Solaris Nexus, I think it was? Um, I want to see what both of those are like. Uh, There's a little bit of footage that's come out recently of Star Trek Infinite. So that looks pretty interesting. Um... What else am I interested in? Starfield is interesting, but I have a feeling it's going to be pushed to next year. Uh, I just feel like there's at least one more delay.
0: Uh, Yes, I also have that feeling.
3: Yeah, it just... I don't don't even know what gives me that feeling, but they've already delayed so many times, and I think they're going to try and crunch it to get it out in time, and they're going to find out, wait, no, we need more time so I reckon it's going to be be probably February next year it's going to end up coming out Um, what else is out Uh, I think that's all the big ones for me Um, I can't think of any other particularly like huge games uh, I can think of, there's a couple Warhammer games here and there, Space Marine 2 uh, is going to be the big one uh, but there's uh, Warhammer Age of Sigmar Realms of Ruin. I think it's called it's going to be interesting as well and then there's Warhammer 40k Rogue Trader which I think will be out this year at some stage so there's there's always going to be some Warhammer stuff I'm interested in but th- there's no real game that's got me ridiculously excited not like I was with Darktide last year it's all, oh, that's works pretty cool. I look forward to playing it. There's nothing like um, spamming the Discord or our Slack server saying how many days until it comes out. So, uh, yeah, the, the, the stuff I'm looking forward to, but I'm a little bit more muted compared to previous years.
0: Fair enough. Well, Homeworld 3, you better be good sometime.
3: Yes, there's a lot riding on that game. If it's not good, I will send them in a the very angry letter. Oh, God. <laughs> It'll be good, motherfuckers. <laughs> Jesus
0: Christ. Uh, he's been on the bench for a bit. Miles. Hello there. Hello there. Hello there. Tell me all the games
4: you're looking forward to before Christmas. Oh, God. Where do I start? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we have Final Fantasy 16 coming in just three days. So that's great. Uh, in August... In August, uh, we have the Metal Gear Solid collection coming, which I will be playing all three games of multiple times for the 1700th time I've played each of those games. We've got Mortal Kombat 1, which super excited for. Love me some Mortal Kombat, and uh, Given Street Fighter has just done very well, and Tekken 8 is also be up to be very good. This is going to be a very good year for fighting games, um, although Tekken 8 might hit next year. Um Alan Wake 2 is looking superb. I know I'm not the only one excited for that. I'll let one of Josh or Kat talk about that because I think they're a bit more excited than I am. Um but Helldivers 2, Ghost Runner 2, both of those are just really exciting to me. I enjoyed the first ones of those hugely, immensely. Um, what else we got? Aliens Dark Descent is releasing tomorrow, which is also cool. There's just so many Starfield is actually looking quite good. So a couple of things from the Xbox showcase looked interesting. Um do you know what? They're all just flying out of my head because there's just... Help me out here, Josh. You're the one who normally uh, reminds me of all the games I'm forgetting about when I think that I'm right. what on. about
1: Spider-Man? You ever mentioned Spider-Man?
4: Oh, oh yeah, Spider-Man! Got... Oh, to be fair, I figured somebody else would probably mention Spider-Man 2. Um, yeah, Spider-Man 2 is still to come, which is wild to think that in a year of so many good games, we also have another game of the year pretender in that one. Um, It's just a phenomenal year for games in terms of just general console gaming in particular Um, and I don't think we're going to be short of options I think we're just going to be very very short of time to play them all Um, there are more that I'm forgetting about there's so many more Um, but those are some of my highlights Um, Cat's obviously going to have Baldur's Gate 3 which is another huge release coming it's it's just endless. There's just so so many. And uh yeah, I think we're gonna have quite the wonderful year and come the end when we all have to pick a game of the year. We're gonna have to do it where we all get like ten picks for game of the year, because I don't think three is gonna cut it. <laughs> but yeah, it's gonna be a phenomenal year for games. It really, really is. Let it me really just check really I'm is. not forgetting anything. I don't think I am. I mean Skull and Bones is coming out, but um apparently it's coming out anyway. But uh I doubt the accuracy of whether that's actually going to make it onto our screens at any point this year. There's a
0: beta in August. I mean, we could could give that a go. Allegedly. Allegedly.
4: Oh my god! Exo Primal! Exo Primal is out in a month? Exo Primal, yep. Yep. Game of the Year. Actually, I don't even have any other contenders. Exo Primal (laughs) is going to be my Game of the Year. Dragons Fall Out of the fucking Sky. I can't... What have you done to me, Roscoe? Just wait till you see that Sonic
0: Superstar trailer.
4: Oh, you just made me actually just enjoy games instead of you know being cynical and critical. I'm terribly sorry about that. Yeah, they should be. That was you've you made games fun. That's not that's not what this is about, man. <laughs> it's a very serious activity, man. <laughs> I'm supposed to take this really seriously. Oh, I was going to ask, are you going to get the plat for uh, Crime Boss now that you've uh, unlocked some trophies? uh to be fair in the last like three months there's just been so many games to play and nowhere near enough time to play them i've kind of had to just sack in my trophy hunting ways i've just had to like accept that i, I can't get the trophies i used to um wow and also you have to three-star every mission and given how easy it was to randomly shoot a civilian in the head and fail the three three-star uh, requirement um, I'm not sure it'll be worth the the pain and sacrifice it'll take to get it. Diablo Four is another one where I'm like 40 hours in, and I'm probably another 100 to 200 hours away from actually getting the platinum. So I've had to just accept my fate that some of these games are just going to have to be left unfinished and unplatinumed, which is weird, but also kind of liberating.
0: Weird but <laughs> liberating.
4: I can actually just play games and enjoy them and <laughs> not have to grind out dozens of hours worth of boringness to get a platinum, which nobody else cares about except for me.
0: Imagine such a concept, thing.
4: Eh? I know, right? Who knew? It's like I'm a kid again. It's great.
0: Uh, Kat, give me all them games.
1: Um. So I went into a couple of details last week about some of the like more recent games in the next coming weeks. But for me, Pikmin 4 is supposed to be releasing in the summer. I would love yes. a little bit of Pikmin. I haven't played Pikmin in probably since the second one on GameCube. Um, And it's like one of those games where I think I was too young to really appreciate how fucking hard it was. Like for me, it was hard. But I think that's because I was so young for the game that it probably was just a little bit above my age level. Lol. <laughs> but I really enjoyed it. Um, and they're just so fucking cute. Like, who knew? I used to have some, like, I used to have, like, little plushies of the I used to have the yellow one. Ah. Um, I know, he's so cute. Um uh, I'm, get. I'm a bit nervous about it, though. I've said it every time that I've mentioned it, but I am a little bit nervous about it because I think if you wanted to make a Divinity Sin, you could have just done the second one, third one. But I'm just worried. I'm so worried. (laughs) Um, But hopefully it will still be the game that I love. And I will get all of those waves of nostalgia. Like, it's a 20-year-old game. And so if you're bringing it back from the dead, you better be fucking giving justice to it. I'm telling you now. I'm not going to be happy if it's shit. Because it's like having a Friends reboot. Just don't do it if it's going to be shit. Like, just leave it the fuck alone. (laughs) Don't bring it up. with your be really big bollocks make a game it's going to be like mediocre and I hope I eat my hat and I'm hoping to God it's going to be amazing and then my most anticipated which makes me so excited which makes me want to take the day off I hope it doesn't get released on a Friday what what day is the um what day is the Spider-Man release, the 20th of October
0: October 20th Friday, which but... is
1: it's a Monday oh, might take that off. it's a
0: Monday, Monday. I saw I it as a Friday
1: <laughs> no. no, it's a Friday oh, pissed <laughs> okay well i can't take it off but i will um i will endeavor to play that day one it's already up for pre-order and i'm just, you know you never know playstation might might, might give us the gold, gold code you know <laughs> um oh it's gonna us be another, war.
0: they did that's gonna be another tombola one isn't it
1: it Good is, Lord. but Toby's going to sit out because he got God of War. No I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, it probably will be a Tombola one. Um, and I'm putting my name in the hat this time. I gracefully walked out of God of War because I didn't think I'd do it justice and then smashed out Legacy, got on the trailer. So now I'm like, I'm ready to Tombola my ass. Um, so yeah, those are my big three, I think, for this year. I'm not as excited about games this year as I well was last year. I think last year was just some heavy weight games. Like, I've got a war, I have got avoided Rise and got Elden Ring. Like for me, this year's not been. Oh my god! Like 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 Yod was saying, I've I'm not like harassing myself or others about <laughs> when something is being released. Other than Spidey, I'm I'm really looking forward to Spidey. Yeah, uh, I was really psyched for Two Point last year as well. Caught um. And, yeah, so I'm looking forward to what's to come. I'm hoping, really, that this year, for me, is going to be, like, surprises. I'm kind of open to doing a lot, of, a lot of exploring. Who knows? Hmm. Nothing All from right. the wholesome um, showcase. Oh. So <laughs> <I'm> kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but I am looking forward to those um, ones that we mentioned last week, um, like Haunty and... Um, what's, what's that shopping? The cart? The cart? Something, something. Anyway. Like. Yeah, so... All right, I can't
0: lie, that's it. Yeah. All right, yeah, showing love to, little, to some indies in there as well. Lovely stuff. got to be done. It's gonna be done. Uh, Josh, boy, do I have a list for you?
2: Let's um, go. I think Spider-Man Two is going to be obviously, uh, for me probably the biggest game outside of the games that we've already had. Uh, Final Fantasy 16 not included. Um, Villa Armored Core Six is gonna be a heavy hitter. I, I don't think it will be in people's Game of the Years list necessarily. Um, it's quite a niche title in comparison. Uh, but from software is it's you know, it's the original From Software game. Uh they're going back to it. So we'll see what influences they've had in the games they've made since and how that will turn out. And I'm quite excited to check it out. Um Alan Wake 2, of course, Um, more of a survival horror experience this time around. Looks great. Uh, The gameplay looked amazing. I'm so interested in this saga story um, being kind of playable uh, from two parts, saga, the FBI detective and Alan Wake. Um, uh, Similarly to that sort of kind of gameplay style is uh, Alone in the Dark, where you get to play as either Sexy mm-hmm. David Harbor or Sexy oh, Jodie? Oh yeah, I forgot
1: that one. Yeah, I'm so excited <laughs>
2: for that. Uh, classic, classic survival horror remake. Um, Did they bang? No, I don't think so. Uh,
1: no, it feels like you play either one of them, and like the story is slightly different because they like separate off. So uh, yes,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: But it, it's basically the same. I say the same game. Like Kat said, it's different interpretations and different routes, but it's the same game told through different pr- perspectives throughout. You, you know, so two campaigns basically, which is cool. Um, and I'm surprised no one said this yet. Uh, moving out two is coming. Whoop. I can't wait
1: for oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah, that'll be a
2: good one. Um, something that's coming out sooner rather than later is Broken Roads. Uh, it's an pop ap- Calyptic RPG, kind of Disco Elysium-style set in the outback of Australia. That looks really interesting, really in-depth. Blasphemous 2 in August. I'm fucking super hyped for that one. Um, Spanish Gothic horror, Metroidvania. Uh, Sea of Stars. Fucking... uh, Yeah, that's great. Yeah, uh, an ode to old-school RPGs, kind of like Chrono Trigger and stuff like that. I, I played the demo. I was glowing about it. I cannot wait for that. Um, how I'm going to fit it in with everything else, I do not know. Um, the Last Faith, another Metroidvania. I was the 59th backer of it back in 2020, and it's now finally coming out this year. Excited for them, excited for that game. Um, NIAD is got a tentative release of this year. I'm hoping it's this year because that looks cool. Um, that's the one where you kind of like a soul through the river, and you kind of it's got a really cool like painterly art style. Uh, Skim. You're kind of a shadow, jumping from shadows. It's got a really cool art style. Cocoon, I think, has got a, a date of 2023. Um, that looks exciting from people that made uh, Limbo and Inside, right? So mm-hmm. some of the makers of that is coming out with Cocoon. Um, and one that I covered a few months back, they had a gameplay trailer. It's really might not come out this year, but uh, fingers crossed, is Holston that sort of like isometric survival horror uh, set in Poland. And it's got really cool like uh, camera perspective mechanics where you have to switch the camera to like solve the puzzles. And um, it's all good. I think Miles liked the demo of that, that we played when we covered it. Yeah, um, it's superb, to um, be fair. And that is just a couple. Uh, I had to kind of pick and choose some of that on the list because God, there's still so much. Like I said, I feel like the heaviest hitter from Final Fantasy till the end of the year is Spider-Man 2. But I think the jury's still out. I I think there could still be another big one that's going to come that's going to blow us away still. I mean, I I didn't mention Starfield because I'm not so much an Xbox player, but what they showed off, it's really like, it, it looks like something else that I'm almost worried that it's not true. But if it is, then it's gonna be massive.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they really have gotta bring the noise with Starfield, I think. It's gotta be it's gotta be excellent, which I think is why it's gonna get another delay. But we'll see. Yeah. Anything for you, Roscoe? Oof. Well, um Exo Primal is the big one. Um not not the big one, I mean it doesn't beat Spider Man, but it's you know it's uh it's it's the most upcoming one, I suppose. Um next to Final Fantasy. Um, there's an update coming to Hi-Fi Rush in July, which I'm looking forward to. Um, there's a game called Guilt coming out on July the 6th, which was the exclusive stadia game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah. finally coming out to PS5 and PC. And it's really good. I really recommend checking it out. Um you're just a girl with a torch, and you can go in around like your haunted school when you go on your classroom to give a ghost. It's really fun. And um, I'm I'm glad it's getting more eyes on it. Because it was. It was a fun little game to play on Stadia. Um, I know Sean's super excited for Sea of Thieves, The the Legend of Monkey Island. uh, That's coming out on July 20th. I don't know whether or not to be hyped for Immortals of Avian. Yeah. It's got that sort of uh,
2: last gen, or not even last gen now, like PS3, Xbox 360 like um, corridor story based action game that you
0: might have it might be a fun time if it's like 10 hours. There's really no in-between with it. I've seen people going, This is amazing, or this is absolute bollocks. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. The Metacritic's gonna be up and down. I think. I think it's gonna be fifty or sixty. For sure. Because people just can't beat their minds up. Um Illusion Island, the Disney one, I'm really looking forward to, like the old school Disney um graphic style. Um that's coming to switch, I think, next month. Um I'm really looking forward to that. That's kind of the uh kind of platform that's right up my alley and um, yeah I mean just all the big ones that everyone has suggested I'm excited uh, to get stuck into to Spidey of course Um, I don't know about Skull and Bones Um, Goodbye Volcano High I'm really looking forward to and that's at the end of August Uh, that's going to be a lot of fun, I was hoping there'd be a demo of it on the next fest but there isn't unfortunately but that's all right. I can live with that Uh, I'm hoping it's
2: PlayStation Plus premium thing not premium but
0: uh, streaming one Oh, yeah. There. Every possibility, for sure. Every possibility. Uh, Party Animals uh, finally come out in September. Um, that's that like Gang Beasts one, but with animals. Um, It looks like a lot of fun, I think. Um, if we could all get on that on Game Pass, I think that would be alright. Um, it looks uh, like a really, really good time. Lies of P, of course, looking forward to that. Um, Again, not really my sort of game, but I did play the demo and had a good time, so... Um, it's not a day one but it, we want to play down the line for sure uh, Cyberpunk I'm looking forward to the DLC um, Phantom Liberty um, it looks just fantastic and I think the the amount that they've done to make it look different and how they've overhauled the, the UI and the menu system I think it's going to really breathe some life into Cyberpunk so I'm very excited to play that Robocop Rogue City the more I see of that and the more I want to play it there's plenty of uh, footage of that going around on IG and I think they had an adhesive on it recently so it's well worth checking out. Oh, I don't know. It's just, the list goes on and on and on. Uh, View, Viewfinder, I don't know when it's actually coming out. Um, I assume it's this year, but um, I'm not 100% sure on that. But that's a that's a definitely a day one as well. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, like everyone else, the list goes on and on. It doesn't uh, really end as ever. There's going to be not enough time in the day to play all of these things. And uh, yeah, Mirage, of course, Assassin's Creed. I'm looking forward to that. Um, a nice nod back to the classic Assassin's Creed, so it's gonna be uh it's gonna be exactly what I want from Assassin's Creed right now, because Valhalla and Odyssey and stuff were just too it was just too big, it was too overwhelming. So I'm looking forward to uh going back to basics with Assassin's Creed. Hot Wheels Unleashed 2. I loved Hot Wheels Unleashed. So the sequel is in October, I think, and so that's gonna be uh that's gonna be great. City skylines. I'm not sure about city skylines, but it is something that I want to check out. I think it might be. If there's a demo for it. Oh, I'm de- definitely gonna try it. Um, but yeah, it's on my it's on my maybe list, I guess. Uh, the day before was due out in November. This is that um, blatant Last of Us rip off that isn't quite doing uh, massive numbers.
2: Yeah, it's going through it in terms of uh, in terms of its PR stuff. Kind of reusing assets and copying stuff, and it still has a hard date on it, which is shocking. But I'm so interested to see what happens
0: with it for sure. Um, for sure. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm not gonna buy it again, but I'm very curious to see how Hogwarts Legacy runs on the Switch. Um, that's due in November. Um, I just have no idea how they're gonna pull that off. If they do, that's more magic than Hogwarts has ever seen before. So that'll be a fascinating one. Oh, I don't know. That's just Sonic like superstars, of course. Uh, I mean, that's day one. That's day one. That, that might be game of the year. Miles, to be honest. It's going to be game of the year. I don't even know what we're talking about something else. I'm sure it will be. I'm sure. Yeah. It will be. We don't even don't even start with your Spideys and your Final Fantasies. Oh, nothing. Nothing.
4: Nothing. Oh, nothing. we haven't even spoken about Rebirth. That's supposed to be out in winter. There's no way that I would I mean we can't but dream it's
2: it, it's gonna be before April next year, possibly if they're talking about fiscal year shit, um, which is mental. that's still not even that long after Final Fantasy 16. I mean people are still gonna be buying that game because of Christmas and they're gonna be soon to release the next one potentially on
0: two discs It's gonna be huge. exciting times uh so yeah i mean the, the list goes on and on and on but it's uh what a time what a time and you know there's loads of stuff due next year as well that we're all looking forward to oh god what a fun fun hobby we all have and it never never ends does it never never ends right then let's get in to our recommendations this is how we find something throughout the week that we thought hey we should share with you our loyal listener whether it be a, a game a movie a tv show, a book. Or a sandal. It could be really anything. So, uh, do you want to kick us off with our recommendations?
1: Sure. I would like to recommend... um, I can recommend a couple of things. I would like to recommend Queer Eye, because the new season is out. Probably people who are fans of Queer Eye have definitely already watched it, because it's been out for like a month, two months, maybe. Um, But it's just very, very good. And if you want to feel good about yourself or you just want that feel-good feeling, I actually think Queer Eye is an incredible watch for that. Because, like, you can just be having, like, a really meh day and there's something about all of the characters and personalities of Queer Eye that just make you feel good. And if nobody has a fucking clue what Queer Eye is about, basically... um, I'm sure there was a show like this in England, like, years ago, but I don't know. Um... So basically you have like an individual and their friend or their family will nominate them to um, be with the Queer Eye Fellas. And there's like five guys and they all have like a different like personality trait of theirs that they're going to like inject into you. Um, And it's kind of like having a makeover. So they spend a week with you and in that week they'll just teach you like how to love yourself. They'll like give you a makeover. They'll, They'll like literally redo your whole house um they'll teach you how to cook things like it's a really really good feel good um episode it's people who have like maybe got like backstories or experiences where like they've given so much to their community but they like have let themselves fall by the wayside um yeah it's just a really good watch um for food because i love doing recommendations about food or drink if you want the if you're not going abroad but you want that fanta lemon taste uh, San Pellegrino is like £3 for a crate of six um, or for a crate of eight <laughs> or something like that. And it's just a good time because it is like lemon fanta and it's fancy. And I had it the other day with some non alcoholic gin. And I just genuinely felt like I was abroad with such a good time. So I uh, yeah, can get that in Tesco. It doesn't matter, San
0: Pellegrino. It's fancy. All right. Okay. It's, it's, it's on the list. I shall drink that whilst I watch Queer Eye for the though.
1: Damn right, love.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm pretty sure they did a uk version of it didn't they? didn't they queer our uk or something didn't they come over
1: hey no know. i haven't watched every Maybe. single season i've watched a lot but i've watched the whole of the newest season i just mm. love it like they are so unapologetically advocating for you to just be nothing but yourself um and they really bring that out of people like honestly the transformations they do from the beginning of the week to the end of the week are mental oh they also have like a clothing thing as well i like this guy will be like, how many people are in your wardrobe? Because there's like five guys in, in your wardrobe and none of them are you. And then people will be like, oh, yeah, I've been wearing the same shirt since I was like 17. And he's like, OK, no, <laughs> <laughs> like we don't do that no more. Like we need to be you 17 years later or whatever that looks like, What that feels good. And you just the transformation that you see on people, they, they smile, they walk more confidently. Like it's incredible. Like it's such a feel good hour of your time. So,
0: yeah, mm. what's that? maybe I should call them.
1: Well, you can't call them up. Oh, I could nominate you. Why? Are you wearing the same shirt that you've been wearing since you were 17?
0: I don't think I'm wearing the same shirt I've since I was 17, but <laughs> I certainly have the same style. I don't think I've ever grown out of it.
1: <laughs> oh.
0: It's true. um jeans or joggers and a nerdy T-shirt. That's just me. What's
1: just you? What's just mm. you? And if you're unapologetic to yourself, Roscoe, that's all that matters. That's what the Queer Eyes would, uh, would stand for.
0: True. True. Maybe I'm already there. No, I don't need them. I'm good. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, Josh, what is your recommendation this week? Uh,
2: so, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago that uh, I got a PSVR 2. Um, mm. And in that, Sean said, I, I mentioned that I got Before Your Eyes. And Sean was like, oh, you'll have to let me know how it is. Um, and I'm going to tell you how Before Your Eyes is. Um, it is Devastating. Absolutely devastating. Um, I don't think I've been <laughs> I said it to Kat the other day. I don't think I've been as devastated with Before Your Eyes than I have since After Some. And that wasn't that long ago. But those two things uh being so close to each other doesn't matter because those uh outside of that, it's been a very long time with how I felt with something. Um yeah, I, it's astonishing. Kind of the sort of gimmick is that you every time you blink with the kind of eye tracking system and the psvr2 it takes you forward in time uh, and you're basically telling your life story to someone that's fished you out of the water in the afterlife um and this guy's saying like that you tell me your life story i'll pass it on and hopefully you'll make it to the other side uh, if you don't you'll remain here in the sea forever um and you just tell this person's life um and, yeah, it just ends in a way where I wasn't expecting it. Uh, I couldn't believe it. Um, yeah, and it was heartbreaking, but hopeful at the same time. Um, and I implore anyone that likes emotional storytelling or anything like that uh, to give it a try. I know, I think Sean mentioned that he played it on the computer without kind of the um, the VR stuff and just clicked through the story. So you can do that without a VR um, it's definitely more immersive with one because you kind of like, you, you can do it sat down, you're just looking around, you're exploring the environment, you're taking in the story. Um, but yeah, it was an unbelievable experience.
0: I've heard people play that uh, with uh, like webcams and stuff as well. Yes, yes, I think you can, yeah. Um, it will track that
2: you have blinked and stuff like that. So it mm. kind of still has the
0: same effect. Crazy times. Um, oh, thanks, man. Yeah, I hear nothing but wonderful things about Before Your Eyes. So, yeah, I'll grab, I'll grab it on PC sometime, I think, definitely. Uh, Yog-Dog, recommendation this week? Belgium. Belgium! Yay! Belgium. It's of rocks. They do some really good
3: beer. Um, it was actually really good weather pretty much the entirety of it, but it was uh, some really beautiful architecture on display uh if you love chocolate it's uh there's a lot of good chocolate on offer and uh yeah i i recommend going to belgium so um it's got nothing to do with my recent trip honest
0: <laughs> all right uh this time next year you'll listen to the podcast all of us in belgium live coming from belgium it's gonna be amazing that i
3: that would be absolutely awesome uh get 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 quite a few beers in
0: i'd, I'd imagine that would be hilarious oh yeah we will just sat we sat around a table a few mics set it all up it'll be great it'll be great that's the dream i'd love to do that i'd love to do this live one day with everyone it'll be so yeah cool. that'd be really cool so so fun uh miles your recommendation this week
4: uh it is the terminator bodybuilder an american politician I watched Arnie's um, documentary on Netflix while I was on my trains to the wedding. And it was surprisingly good, like really interesting and well made. And uh, he's had quite the life. um, He was always one of my favorite actors growing up because I adore Terminator 2. And I think it's one of the best movies ever made. Um, But I didn't quite realize his entire journey and all of his uh, controversies around it as well um he's quite the man but also finding out more about his actual political life because when i was a kid obviously i knew he was a politician but i didn't really understand what it all meant um so actually finding out more about what he did and didn't do was really interesting and it's really well made it's only three episodes long um and it's separated into the bodybuilding part the acting part and then the politician part of it um and yeah i just really recommend it i had a really nice time watching it it's really interesting it's very balanced as well that he does kind of get challenged on a couple of his uh more controversial elements um but i think it's just a very interesting story for a guy who drives a tank around and still works out doing bodybuilding weights at 75 years old he's quite a beast
0: there's a story about how he got caught cheating on his wife in the documentary uh
4: yeah except he didn't get caught cheating she asked him if this other kid who was part of their uh it was like the maid's son was his kid and he just said yes he just flat out went yep that's my kid. And that's how she found out he cheated on her because he had another kid. Wow.
3: Yeah. That's, love.
4: that's something. That's yeah. so
3: cold. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah.
4: <laughs> it's uh it's quite interesting how it's like revealed within the, the series as well, because it is talked about um for yeah. a good chunk of one of the episodes. Um and it's interesting seeing his way of approaching it now.
0: So I guess the story of um the story must have been a myth of how. One day um Arnie was giving how do I, all, all to another lady. And um <laughs> and and um his wife walked in and he looked up and simply went, Eating is not cheating. Oh <laughs> is that not true? That's sad <laughs> if that's not true, because I want it mean, to
4: be true so bad. I mean it's not in the documentary, but I also can't imagine it would have been, even if it is true. So, you know, there's still hope that maybe that rumour has a shred of truth to it, but The way it's kind of presented is like, that's the main moment where uh, his then wife discovered it. Um, But I don't know if there had been like a history of like, maybe she had found out beforehand or suspected or whatever. Um, It doesn't go into like the whole history of it. It just covers like the main bullet points of each part of his life. Um, But yeah, interesting guy.
0: Very much so.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Makes for an interesting documentary if nothing else.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, What's my recommendation? I guess this is a weird one, but yesterday, um, it was Father's Day. And as you know, um, my father passed earlier this year. And I didn't really know what to do with myself. And so I called my sister, who lives in Spain, and she said, go out and do something that he would do. Um, So I was like, all right, then I'll do that. So I went out, and one of his favorite things to do was to go to Cafe Nero and and have a latte and a biscuit. So me and my friend, we went to uh, Cafe Nero. We had a latte and a biscuit, and it was lovely. And we were telling stories. Uh, Their dad had sadly passed as well, so we were just sort of telling stories back and forth um, about our dads and stuff, and it was great. And then um, there was some live music on it, uh, Kick Kick, which is a music venue in Taunton. And um, obviously, if anyone knows my dad, my dad was a huge advocate for live music and live performers and local talent. And there was an open mic on. And so we just went to the open mic. I didn't perform or anything. I just went there and sat sat at the back and just really, really enjoyed myself. And so it was a really lovely day. And it was something that I'd never really, in the morning, I never thought to do that. I just wanted to kind of let the day pass, really. But um, I guess the recommendation is, if you do find yourself in a similar situation on like Father's Day or Mother's Day, um just do what my sister said. Just go out and do something that they would really enjoy, something that you enjoyed doing together. And it'll make it it'll make it so much easier to get through, I think. And I think that's um that's something that's worth remembering in those times because yeah, I saw Father's Day approaching. I got all the emails and all the promotion and everything, and it was just it was a little difficult to uh, to ignore. Um so I wanted to just sort of put my head in the sand and forget it was ever happening. But I'm glad I went out and I'm glad that I managed to have a day where I could remember him in a positive way. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to do that every Father's Day now. So, yeah, as a recommendation, maybe that's something to do um, instead of ignoring it, uh, because I don't know if that's healthy or not. But it's up to you, of course. You can deal with it in any way you want to. But um, I found yesterday was really cathartic and really healing. And so, um, yeah, that's my recommendation. And, uh, yeah, well, I guess that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Thank you all very much indeed for listening. Who is going to do the outro this week? Hmm. Who's annoyed me on this podcast? Miles, you get to do it this week.
1: What did I do this time?
0: Ah, Sonic superstars. I don't know. We'll talk about it. You want my quiz? I did. uh, I did win your quiz. Then, you you know, you talk shit about Sonic. So,
4: there you go. Ah, scuppered. Okay. Uh, Can I have the prompt, please? Oh yeah. Uh,
0: it won't help me. I'll
4: still get it wrong, but I I need to
0: pretend. See if it's still in the podcast chat. So I need to I'll have to copy and paste of But there it is.
4: Da, 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 da. I had a sneaky feeling you were gonna pick me as well.
0: Well everyone else has been really nice. So Wow. <laughs> wow. Your dog's talking no shit about Mario's talking no shit about. Anthony Mackey this week, so, you know. Yeah, that's,
4: that's true, that's true.
0: I've been quite quiet this week. Yeah, it's all been console stuff again, isn't it? I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs>
4: there you go. Okay, are we ready for this?
0: <laughs> oh, I'm ready.
4: All righty, let's do it. Right then, that's everything from us. Thank you all so much for listening to this podcast. And don't forget, if you want to follow us all, you can, absolutely everywhere. Just check the link tree in the bio in the description below to find us in all the places possible. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can, at FNGRGNS, or you can follow us individually. Um, You can do that as well in the description below, where you'll find all of our handles below. Except for me, of course, because I am smart and I don't have Twitter. If you really like what we do, you can subscribe to our Patreon for $1 a month, which keeps the podcast alive and kicking on its various podcast services and keeps the website nice and sparkly. But that's it. We will be back very soon. Can't wait for you to come back for that, and we hope that you do. But until then, it is goodbye from Roscoe. Bye. It is goodbye from Joshua. Goodbye, everyone. It is goodbye from Cat.
1: Goodbye.
4: It is goodbye from Dog. Hello and finally it is goodbye from me also cat we will see you next time on the finger guns podcast
0: give a round of applause ladies and gentlemen well done he did it I did it he did it god damn it he did did it so well as well
3: yes it's
0: the first time (laughs) I've actually done it without screwing it up the first take (laughs) thank you everyone we'll see you next time